And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison. And yes, as always, we are working on your financial freedom. It is my privilege to be joining you today. If you miss any parts of this show, you know you can always pick it up on the website, lifestylesunlimited.com. Click on the radio button. There's decades of the radio show there. And subscribe to our podcast on your podcast app on your smartphone, the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show podcast. And you can find us on YouTube. Well, the last few weeks, the understatement of the year may be that our news cycle has been filled, right? Our dance card's been filled. It's been rather intense. And lost in that news cycle is a little tidbit of information that I'm going to share with you. And our entire show is going to be a discussion on this information. In fact, I think it's a bombshell, but it's uh, quietly been swept under the rug, I guess, with everything else going on in the world. But here we go. This one may be more devastating to the American worker as it unfolds than any of the other news. But um, here it is. IBM, right? IBM, the IBM that we all know. They announced that starting on January 1st. 2024, IBM will no longer match employee contributions to their 401k retirement plans. Interesting. So instead, what IBM is rolling out, uh, they're rolling out a new benefit, right? Um, and whether it's to the benefit of the employee or to the corporation, obviously, we'll discuss that uh, later in the show. But the new benefit is called the Retirement Benefit Account, the RBA so each eligible employee, their RBA uh, is essentially, it's going to be a monthly credit equal to 5% of their eligible pay, and there's no employee contribution required. So uh, interesting verbiage in there, a credit. Hmm, a credit to me uh, leads me to believe, and, and I don't have all the, the information, right? I'm sure there's a thousand pages on this and some fine print somewhere, but First of all, they use the term credit, and a credit to me, well, credits can be given and credits can be taken. Um, and then it says eligible pay. What does that mean? Um, in, the, in the meantime, before they, or when they start this, what they're going to do is they're also going to do a one-time salary increase to offset uh, the difference between IBM's contributions, right? So uh, the way it works historically, the 401k, let's say you put 3% of your earnings into the 401k, uh, then the company would match that at 3%. It's kind of like free money. Um, they're going to do a one-time salary increase to offset the difference between IBM contributions that they are currently eligible to receive in the 401k and the new 5% pay credit. Now, uh, I said all that to tell you, I think this is an absolute bombshell. Um, and I don't think this is just a, a one and done. I, I believe we're going to see more retirement uh, changes uh, to the quote unquote retirement plan in America. Um, I believe this is just the beginning. Uh, but you got to ask yourself, you know, why? Why would IBM do that? And you got to ask yourself, what are the implications? What does this really mean for IBM? What does this mean for the worker? We'll get into that. 
Uh, and then the fallout, right? Does this uh, is this copied by other uh, corporations or does it evolve and, and change? In, in fact, I have uh, four scenarios. You're going to want to stick with me through the entirety of the show uh, of where this goes. Um, just four that I've kind of crafted after after reading about that. But before we get to that, let's let's just review what a disaster the 401k is. And I know a lot of you listening out there, you don't want to hear me say that, but it is an absolute disaster. And I believe uh, when you do some research on the 401k, I'm starting to see information that I haven't seen in previous years. Um, the, the verbiage has changed. The way they talk about it has changed. But, but the, the 401k, what is the 401k? Uh, it's an employee-sponsored defined contribution, okay? Remember that term, defined contribution plan. Um, it's a personal pension account, and it allows employees to save for retirement. Now, we've done entire shows that you can't save your way to retirement. I, I just pulled this information out, but their, their terms, save for retirement while deferring income taxes on saved money and earnings until withdrawal. Let's talk about that for a sec, because I get a lot of emails from people that don't want to pull their money from their 401k uh, or even their IRA to invest in real estate, which we teach here. Um, and one of the big hurdles for these folks is the taxes. Look, it says it right there. You're deferring income taxes on saved money. Okay, you can't run from the taxes. So when we have this discussion, when I say, hey, pull your money out of the 401k now and go buy cash producing assets, cash flowing assets, people are like, well, Mike, I don't want to pay the taxes. Well, no, I don't want to pay the taxes either. None of it. I haven't met anyone except maybe someone in Washington, D.C. that that tells you you should want to pay taxes. No one wants to pay taxes, but it is what it is. Now, some of that verbiage that I hinted at earlier, Get this, 401k plan was created by accident. Their terms, and I found that on about eight or 10 different sites. I've never heard that before, created by accident. It was always a discussion of the 401k being created by the uh, the Revenue Act of 1978. Uh, the fact that the 401k is an absolute failure uh, is not a secret anymore. I believe that the financial powers of this nation are starting to wake up and realize it. Of course, we've been telling you this for years, for decades, that the 401k is a failure, that it doesn't, that it doesn't work. But essentially, the 401k started in 1978. Now they're starting to say by accident. Yeah, accident, my left shoe, right? Anyway, uh, it was no accident. But so I started doing some research and I found this uh, Social Security Bulletin, Volume 69, Number 3, 2009. And the title of it is The Disappearing Defined Benefit Pension and Its Potential Impact on the Retirement Incomes of Baby Boomers. Uh, potential impact, it's basically destroyed the retirement of not only baby boomers, but Gen Xers and every other generation following. Are, are pensions in decline? Absolutely. In fact, I'll say yes, according to four sources that I looked at. Uh, and I'll just read one of them. It says the percentage of workers covered by a traditional defined benefit DB pension plan that pays a lifetime annuity, often based on years of service and final salary, has been steadily declining over the last 25 years. Ding, ding. Unless you're a government worker. Uh, anyway, but uh, my friends, while the defined benefit plan, the pension was destroyed by the 401k for the first time ever, and it was buried in the news cycle, for the first time 
ever we are seeing a shot, a step against the 401k by IBM, no less, right? IBM. Who's IBM? I'll tell you who IBM is. IBM is the seventh largest technology company by revenue, seventh largest and the 49th largest company overall, 49th largest company in the world, okay? Not the United States, which would be significant on its own. The 49th largest company in the world. Think about that. You've got British uh, Petroleum, Saudi, uh, Saudi Arabia, Ramco, right? They're big oil companies. Some of those giant companies in Mexico, Exxon, Google, Tesla, um, Amazon, right? Well, IBM's right there. They're in the top 50 largest companies uh, in the world, okay? They're also ranked as one of the most recognizable, valued, and admired brands. 288,000 employees around the world. So uh, if anyone could pull off uh, a shot against the 401k, it would take somebody like an IBM, okay? And I've got four uh, scenarios of where I think this will go. I'll share it uh, at the end of the show. Now, you may be going, well, Harrison, why do you even care? You know, I know you don't have a 401k. I don't. The reason I care is because most of the people that I have met at Lifestyles Unlimited, I've met thousands of them, um, they, they start out very similar to the way I did because they believe that the 401k was the end-all, be-all, or the IRA, and that you saved your way to retirement, or they were Dave Ramsey people like I was, and you save, you save, you save, you save, and then you step back, and you finally look in the mirror, and you go, man, this isn't working. So I think most of us, or most real estate investors, viewed the 401k just like I did. They were taught when they were very young, like, man, that that's the way to get ahead. And the sad fact, I mean, the bucket of ice-cold water, uh, that Dell Walmsley threw in my face, the five gallon was that no, it, it's an absolute failed plan. And now we see a shot against uh, this plan. And I want you to remember this, and it's not going to be easy, but I'm going to say only you can free yourself financially. And you have to do that with streams of income, creating streams of income, passive income not saving, right? Only you, just like Smokey the Bear, only you can prevent forest fires. Well, only you can free yourself financially. The 401k is a failed savings plan at best. I cashed mine in years ago. I'm happy I did. I'm not going to tell you it was an easy decision. It took me years to come to that decision. But because I was able to free that money, that's where my money was, right? My money was all in these retirement accounts. But because I, I freed it, uh, double, triple, quintuple, all that money, boom, just kept rolling it and rolling it and rolling it. Um, but I had to realize that I could do that, okay? And, and once I realized, like, man, you can, you can pull this money out and you can double it and, and triple it. You can invest it. You can create cash flow. Once I realized and understood that model and method, the decision wasn't hard after that time. But I, I know a lot of y'all don't want to you don't want to hear that. The 401k represents hope, right? And hope is what helps you sleep at night. One day I'll be able to retire. One day I'll have my life back. One day I'll be able to restore that old Chevelle that I've always wanted to do. One day uh, I'll just wake up and I won't even have an alarm clock. One day. Let's go into some facts on the 401k quickly. Um, what percentage of the of the workers in the United States even have 401ks? 
So uh, if it's the greatest retirement plan uh, ever created, uh, the greatest plan since, you know, the greatest thing since bottled beer, uh, how come only 52% of, of workers uh, even have a 401k? Now let's talk about balances. I get this uh, from Fidelity. I have both the median and average 401k balance uh, by age. So uh, median I like better. Averages are skewed uh, because there's always those individuals that have just a, a ton uh, and it, it pulls everything up. But let's go with median. Uh, 20 to 29-year-old, the median 401k balance is $4,600. Yet, when you read what makes a 401k work, well, starting at 20, you have to put 20% of your income into it. Well, obviously, the 20 to 29-year-olds didn't get that message. 30 to 39, are they doing any better? No, 16,000. Uh, 40 to 49, how are they doing? 32,000 is the median. Oh, 50 to 59. We're about to retire. I can see retirement. It's right there. It's at the tip of my fingertips. I'm reaching for retirement and I've got $53,400 is the median 401k balance. If that's not a failed plan, my friends, I don't know what is. And what's the percentage employees put in there? Only 9%. It's failed. We'll be back on the other side and talk about the changes. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Lifestyles Unlimited members share their stories and strategies for success at case study events. If you got laid off tomorrow, what would you do? Would you have to be working at McDonald's or wait to try and find another job with the downsizing the economy? Kept on coming to meetings, even with David Fisher online and stuff like that, but still we just like... We need to make the jump. So we kept praying for time to get this job done, to, to be able to find the properties. How do we find the properties? How do you find the time? And God answered our prayers, and he got downsized from his corporate job. But they didn't buy just one house, right? No, they did not. You're rehabbing house number nine. right now. Nine. Wow. So every month, the cash flow is $3,200. Okay, the equity of all the houses is up to 280,000. Join us this month and learn from people just like you. Check in person and online dates at lukstudy.com. Once again, that's lukstudy.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the show. I'm Mike Harrison. If there's a topic you'd like me to share on the show or a question you have, please send it to me. If I can share it on the show, I will. Either way, I'll respond to you personally. My email is askmike at luinc.com. Askmike at luinc.com. And I do invite you to our free workshop, free workshop livestream.com. It's interactive. You can learn more about Lifestyles Unlimited and how we invest in real estate, how we make money five ways on a single family property and six ways on a multifamily property. Well, friends, is this the beginning of the end for the 401k? I shared that buried in the news cycle, uh, IBM made a move, uh, made a move against the 401k. I think it's uh, only the first salvo in a war uh, that's going to start against the 401k by major corporations. Uh, Look, there's companies only have 401ks because they're trying to uh, basically have benefits that other that their competitors don't have. They're not doing it because of the love of the employee. Okay, if you don't realize 
that the 401k is a sales pitch in a business, you're in trouble, okay? And IBM knows this. Um, the, these advantages to changing the plan are in IBM's favor, okay? They're in IBM's favor. But before we get to that, who makes money off of your 401k? Who makes money off of your 401k? The fund managers. They make a gazillion. It's unbelievable how much they make off of, quote unquote, managing your retirement account. The the Fidelities of the world, the TD Ameritrades of the world, the Schwabs of the world. I'll, I'll share this. Um, the Schwab headquarters, the new headquarters that they built is about five five miles from my home. Okay, It's the new one. It's in North Lake, Texas. That go drive by it. That campus is amazing. Okay, it's brand new. I mean, they probably spent billions of dollars on the land and the improvement. It's incredible. Don't tell me that company's not making money hand over fist, right? Look at Las Vegas. Who makes money when you place a bet? And some people are like, well, there's winners and losers to the bet. Look, I'll tell you who. Whether whoever wins or whoever loses, the house always wins, okay? It's the same thing with retirement funds, right? Retirement fund managers. There's billions in profit just to manage your money, okay? So IBM recognized this. They recognized it, and they said, you know what? What if we could keep some of this money and manage it ourselves? Well, that's going to translate to billions to the bottom line for IBM, right? IBM making the changes uh, to this. So what they're doing, first of all, the match is gone. All right. And so I did some research and I found that the average or the standard match by IBM uh, is 6%. Okay. So if you're putting 6% of your uh, salary into the 401k, they're matching it at six. So with this uh, one time, uh, this employee, uh, this RBA, this retirement benefit account thing that they created, they're doing a credit of 5%. Okay. So uh, you were getting six, now you're getting five. Boom. That's a 1% savings right off the top. Okay. Immediately to the favor of IBM. That will translate into billions of dollars. Okay. Now, second, um, I read that some employees get a match up to 10%. Uh, some employees, I'm guessing probably the executives or something like that. That's gone. That's all gone. Now it's just a 5% max. Okay, so there's more savings uh, to the company, much more savings, right? Um, and the big win here also is, I think you're missing it, is think about the, all these credits, right? IBM's taking these credits and they're setting them aside, supposedly. Uh, into a fund, and IBM is going to manage that fund, right? If it's all cash, who's getting the interest off of that fund? Well, IBM is, right? I mean, they're, they don't say anything about them investing it on your behalf. They're just saying it is a salary credit, which means it doesn't have to grow. If you made hundred grand in 2022 and you, this credit was in place, $5,000. So they don't, they don't mention anything about this growing. They just say it's paid to you once you leave the company. So they're controlling the money in the meantime, instead of the vanguards and the fidelities uh, and the Schwabs of the world, they're not getting that money. Now, uh, if you're fired from a company or if you leave a company, you you get to keep your 401k. They don't clean that out. Um, what's not clear here is they say it's a, it's a credit uh, for eligible employees paid at the end. Um, 
they could keep that. If you're terminated or laid off, uh, they may say, well, you weren't vested or you didn't work here long enough or blah, 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 whatever reason to keep the keep the money for themselves. So, uh, again, the worker loses. Corporate America wins. Right. This is a move uh, in favor of corporate America. There is no doubt whatsoever. So uh, IBM is just, hey, they're not doing anything that corporations, part of what they are and what they do, and part of the reason people invest in corporations is because their entire their entire job is to essentially create means of profit, right? How can we make the company more profitable? How can we save uh, offset expenses? How can we grow margin and share? How can we have a better product? Uh, and they look at Every single thing. There's no stone unturned. And then finally, somebody, and it would take an IBM to pull this off, said, hey, I know. What about that 6% match on average that we're giving the employees? And they're like, yeah, well, that's that's the retirement. What if we gave them, instead of the 6% match, we just got rid of that and we did a 5% credit? And I'm sure if, if they're having a discussion, some people in the room are probably saying, whoa, 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 wait, wait a second. Uh, if we do that, we may lose some employees. And they go, yeah, we need to, we need to do this when the timing is right. So when would, when would that timing be? Um, I don't know, maybe when companies are doing layoffs, maybe when we're on the verge of a recession, maybe when times are getting really hard and people are scared that they're going to lose their jobs. Uh, maybe we can pull something like this off during that time. And if some people leave and go to the competition, so be it, because we're probably going to have to have layoffs anyway. Okay. So I know, I know you're saying, God, Harrison, you're diabolical um, the way you think, but I'm telling you, corporate America cares about corporate America. I lived in that world. Uh, I sat in on the greasy meetings where they're wanting you to rank all your employees. Um, and then they're, they're, saying, hey, how can we run these bottom 10% of the employees off? And look, I'm not saying that certain employees don't need to go, but the ones that do need to go, they show themselves. You see that immediately and they need to go. When you're sitting in a meeting and these upper level managers are are literally saying, hey, we need to get rid of uh, a certain amount of employee and, and turnover, and that's going to energize the workforce to work harder and to do better. And so let's start ranking our employees. And then they have mandatory rankings where you have to literally put somebody that's down in the 10%. I remember literally saying, look, my people that report to me immediately are not any of these people. If there's a bad employee, that a bad employee was terminated a long time ago. I went through a hiring method and found the right people for the position. And I was fighting for my people. I'm like, no, I don't have any of these bottom ones. And they're like, no, Harrison, you've got to rank them. You have to have them. And, and so I was dead set against it. So I've sat in on these greasy meetings. I know that corporate America is all about corporate America. This is a big win for IBM. And I'm, I'm asking, is this the beginning of the end of the 401k? Because a company as reputable as IBM uh, essentially is kind of saying, well, it's not working. So why don't we change it and we'll change it to our benefit? So instead of that 6% match, we're going to give you a 5% credit. Uh, the timing by IBM to pull this off was perfect. So I don't see the employees rising up.
Scenario number two, IBM's competition will sweeten their benefit plan to attract potential IBM talent. Um, this is possible. Uh, I think if any of this is going to happen, it's going to be on a case-by-case -case, uh, basis, right? Um, you know who your competition is. You know who's, who's good in their field, uh, in their endeavor that works for the other company that you don't work for at that level. So there may be some poaching. There may be some competition that says, hey, we're going to pick off uh, – uh, you know, Joe and Sarah over there in that division are awesome. They own their market. They're kicking butt. Uh, why don't we offer them a little package to come over here? I think that's that's possible, but it's not going to be an overall policy uh, change. I'll, I'll tell you, tech companies are extremely competitive. So if they were to come out with uh, some overall policy change, uh, it could cost that company billions of dollars. And, and many of them are saying, hey, we're doing pretty good already. Uh, but if you want to grab a few select workers here or there, uh, go for it. Scenario number three. Uh, again, these are in order of least likely to most likely, my opinion. Okay, this is all me. Scenario number three is this will be the beginning of the end for the 401k. Again, uh, this is possible. Um, it's not like any of our politicians in D.C. are going to stand up against corporate America. So if we start seeing other companies doing this credit thing, right? Uh, it's not like any of our politicians are going to go, hey, uh, bad corporations, uh, you need to do this for the citizens. Uh, the corporations are like, didn't I fund your campaign two years ago, Joe? Um, you don't want to lose that little donation, if you know what I'm saying. So uh, DC is not going to fight them. If you, if you start seeing other companies do this, uh, you know, you might hear the ranting and raving for the uh, the sound bite, right? For the TV bite, but you're not going to have it. It's not like there's going to be a, a solid vote that says that corporations can't adjust their 401k uh, in whatever favor uh, they'll want. Uh, you may even see um, uh, corporations or Washington D.C. say that well, workers don't save anyway. You know their 401ks are funded. Back to the the information that I shared, they're underfunded to begin with. Uh, and you may even have politicians go, look, what is Social Security for if it's not for retirement, right? So, um, and they can always you know kind of lift their hands away and say, hey, if we're making changes to the IRA uh, or to the 401k, that shouldn't hurt you. You can go invest in an IRA, for example. Go knock yourself out. So, uh, uh, look, I, I don't I don't think uh, if other corporations, that's why I think this is possible. Uh, if other corporations do this, I don't think anyone's going to fight them on it. OK, which uh, leads me to scenario number four. This is the most likely one. Other companies will copy this. They will follow suit. Uh, like I told you, IBM has control of the money. It's not going to the fund managers, the vanguards, and the fidelities of the world. IBM gets to keep it. It's going to be in the form of a credit, so they can dole it out uh, to you know to the employee based on their terms, right? Hey, here's the rules, Bob. You didn't follow them. You only worked 19 years. You didn't work 20 years. You don't get your credit or or what have you. So other companies will follow suit. Uh, for GM, Google, Meta, Apple, uh, why not? Right? They're going to sit back and watch IBM. They're going to see how this goes, and they're going to they're going to start drooling over the billions that they can put 
uh, to the bottom line. Okay, uh, look, uh, we're business owners too at Lifestyles Unlimited. We figured out 28 ways to improve the NOI on apartment communities, okay? Corporations do the same thing. How can we grow revenue? How can we be more profitable? So has IBM stumbled on a new way to improve the bottom line? Yes. So my message to you, if you're listening to me and you're you're feeding that 401k, don't go buy cash producing assets. Go buy a single family property. Go add another $300 uh, to your monthly uh, income uh, tax-free. Go do it again, 600, 900, 1200. Go get 10 single family properties. Uh, invest in multifamily properties. That's what we teach here. Take your financial future by the horns and you control it and quit leaving it in other people's hands. And always remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit LifestylesUnlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at Lifestyles lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.